It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. I'm doing another TikTok video. You can go to at speedjampar, S-B-E-J-A-M-P-A-R, to see this silly TikTok with my face is all weird and stuff. Okay, the first word in this episode is dry shod, D-R-Y hyphen S-H-O-D. Wah! This is an adjective from the 15th century, and it means... Having shoe, having dry shoes or feet is dry shod. I guess I got the dry shod because my feet and shoes are dry right now. Silly faces. <laughs> Big nose, weird mouth. Okay, finish this video and post it. Oh, the sound effect today will be... We'll, we'll have some fun with that one, I think. Uh, okay, the next word is dry sink. Two words, noun from 1946. A cabinet with a tray top for holding a wash basin. So, uh, tray tray top for holding... Yeah, I mean, it's like a sink, right? Right, yeah. This is a kind of older sink, I guess, maybe. It's a cabinet. You can, uh, you can uh, store stuff underneath, maybe. And then uh, you can put in a wash basin in the top. I mean, it's literally just like a sink. But why is it called a dry sink? You know why, I think. Because there's no plumbing. There's no spigot. There's no there's no water coming out of anything. So it's dry, even though the wash basin isn't dry. There's no water or things that can be poured into it uh, through a plumbing system. That's what I think. And I know everything. Next is dry stone, one word, adjective from circa 1702. This is chiefly British, and it is constructed of stone without the use of mortar as an adhesive, as in a dry stone wall. You don't need no mortar to to stick the, the stones together, the stones, the bricks, the rocks, the children... Uh, yeah, it just, uh, that's why it's dry stone. What, what do they use, though? Is it just, uh, it's just the shapes of the stones that are keeping it all together? Hmm. In this context, I guess the mortar is considered the, the liquid, and without the mortar, it's, uh, it's dry. Dry stone. The stones are dry. They didn't get wet with anything, and you can make a beautiful old wall that will hold for centuries. Those are some of my favorite walls. Next is dry suit. Two words. Suit is like the suit that you put on your swim suit, your fancy black tie suit. Noun from 1955. A close-fitting, air-insulated, waterproof suit for divers. I don't... Well, no, actually... I've put on something like this. I don't know if it was a wetsuit or a dry suit. What's the difference? I don't know. Um, Air insulated waterproof. It's waterproof. That's why it's a dry suit. But what's a wetsuit? Is a wetsuit not waterproof? What's the point of a wetsuit when you got a dry suit? I'm very confused. 
I've worn something at some point. Like you go on a tour kind of thing and you're going in the water. I don't remember the context, but you got to put on something. And uh, and it's either a dry suit or a wetsuit. Again, I don't know the differences. Because I, cause I don't do this stuff, really. I don't go scuba diving. I was just talking to my cousin about scuba diving. And it sounds like it would be pretty cool to learn how to do that. I don't know if I'll ever get around to it. But you got to be careful. Wop, 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 wop. Beep, Dry up. Two words. Verb from the 14th century starting with transitive. Uh, to cut off the supply of. Cutting off the supply of what? Of air? Of food? We're drying it up so you can't get any of it. No more. It's dry. The supply of food is dry. Intransitive number one. To disappear as if by evaporation, draining, or cutting off a source of supply. It's going away. Bye-bye. Evaporation. Yep. A, a lake, a waterbed, a river. If it's all of getting evaporated and there's no more rain or something to fill it back up, it's going to dry up. And that is not good. We're seeing a lot more of that with climate change. I was just listening to a podcast this morning about the, the ice up in Alaska above the Arctic Circle and how because there's less ice... It warms up that area, which is a vicious cycle, and it's going to warm up everything, which is going to make more ice melt, and blah, 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 and how how can we stop this? We got to stop this. It's just, it's it, right now, it's looking like it's just going to get worse in our lifetime, and that doesn't make me happy. The, the ice is drying up. Two, to, to wither or die through gradual loss of vitality. This is people. People dry up. Their their vitality goes away. They get older. They literally get dried up. They're uh, they're not drinking as much water. Uh, they get sick, and then it's just it's out. It wither and die. We we could also talk about plants. I guess plants dry up. Three, to stop talking. Mm, sometimes I don't want to stop talking. Sometimes I want to talk more. You can't make me dry up my talking, not when I'm doing a podcast where literally the only thing that's happening is me talking. I'm not I'm not allowed to dry up the talking in that situation. But in my normal day-to-day life, I really don't talk that much, so I guess it's okay to dry up my talking there. I get it all out here. That's the point. Drywall, one word, noun from 1950. A board made of several piles of fiberboard, paper, or felt bonded to a hardened gypsum plaster core and used especially as wall board. So much information. Let's see. Several piles of fiberboard. Oh, these are the things that it's made of. Either fiberboard or paper or felt. What kind of felt? Felt like the felt that puppets are made out of? Is that the felt that drywall can be made out of? And then it is bonded. It is ed- it's uh, connected to, adhered to, glued to a hardened gypsum plaster core. The, so the, I guess the inside of it is this plaster core 
and then uh, this gypsum plaster core, and then all of this other stuff, this fiberboard paper or felt, is attached to the outside. I guess I never really looked at the inside of drywall. I guess it's it has a plaster core. Uh, and then, yeah, used as a wall board. You put it up on walls. Uh, I don't know the walls around me. I don't know if they're drywall or plaster or something else. I don't know, some other material. But, uh, but yep, you, you got to put it up to make walls. Oh, don't people call this something else? Uh, drywall, dry rock? Dry rot? No. Dry... So it has some other name. And then there's other kinds. There's like soundproof drywall and other stuff. I've seen it put up in like home shows and stuff, but I've never put it up myself. This all may, might make sense later, but probably not. The next word is dry wash. Two words, noun from 1872. It says it's Western. It's from the West. Is Are you talking about the West of uh, the, the United States? Maybe. It just says this. it's the West. And uh, the, the synonym is the 1D definition for the word wash, which um, that's not going to come for a very long time. I hope I live long enough to get to that point. Dry wash, it's a kind of wash. Brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
and those are going to go on for a while. There's going to be some good DU words, and those are going to take us almost to the end of the Ds. There's not so much after the DU section. Okay, so the first of uh, this next section is DS with a capital D. It is a symbol for, is this one on the periodic table? Darm, Darmstadtium, Darmstadt, oh, I do kind of remember reading that. Darmstadium. Um, let's see if we can go back to the beginning of the D's. Uh, let's see. Did 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 Darm Darmstadium tell us what exactly it is? I mean, it's probably not going to say. It, it sort of says it's a short-lived radioactive element produced artificially, and the symbol is capital D, lowercase s. That's it for that one. DS, all caps, abbreviation for one. Now, this one, it means from the sign, and it is from the Italian dal segno, and that gets shortened to DS. Dal segno means from the sign, and I have no understanding of what context that is used in. DS from, oh, it's probably music. You got if you see DS, it means dal segno, and you gotta go back to the sign of some sort of sign. That's what I think. That's my best guess on that one. Two, detached service. Three, document signed. Oh good, oh good. This document is signed. We can label it with DS, so when somebody else looks at it, they can say, "Oh yep, I see that document has been signed. Good job, everybody. Cookies for you." Brr, brr. DSC. The D and the S are capitalized. This is an abbreviation for Doctor of Science. All the science. They know all the sciences. What do we got? We got biology. We got chemistry. We got physics. Uh, those are the main two branches. I was just thinking about this. Uh, so bi- biology. No. Where where do we start? We got to talk about chemistry first. I think. Chemistry is everything that's made up of stuff. All the stuff that things are made up of, that's the study of chemistry. The atoms, the molecules, how things interact with each other. And then, some things that are made up of those things would be uh, in the biology world. The study of living things. They're made up of chemicals and molecules, and they make up living things. Somehow life has gotten into this thing. And then physics is the study of how things move, how things interact with each other, right? That's kind of that. Are there other sciences that I can't think of? I mean, there's a lot of subversions, but those are kind of the big ones. I feel like I'm missing one. Am I missing one? I don't know. I never, uh, I never studied the physics. Maybe someday I'll do a whole new career in physics. But if you know all of the sciences, you are a doctor of science. Wap 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 wap. DSC again, all caps, abbreviation for Distinguished Service Cross, and I think that's something about um, maybe in British military you can get a Distinguished Service Cross. DSL all caps, abbreviation for Digital Subscriber Line. Something about the internet. I remember when I first got a. Uh, was it the Dreamcast? It was one of the first ones that you could hook up to the internet. 
And I was like, I remember trying to figure out how to connect it to the internet with one of those cables. And it was like you had to put in the DSL information and I didn't really know what I was doing, but I think I may have figured it out eventually. DSL. Uh, Next. You know, low, high, something, you know, you got the one, you got the other. They're different. uh, It's the first thing I can think of. DSM, all caps, abbreviation for Distinguished Service Medal. Now, this is interesting. Huh. Now, am I, is my brain breaking? I feel like I have to go check on something. Maybe I never noticed this before, but there is a spelling thing that is confusing me. And, uh, huh, I'm wondering if the book made a mistake here. Ooh, this is fascinating. Okay, so here's the thing. You may have noticed there was Distinguished Service Cross, but then right after that we had Digital... Sub- no, see, it doesn't make sense because mm, I'm so confused. Well, here's the thing. The word Distinguished in the Distinguished Service Cross is spelled wrong. There's supposed to be a U in there. It's D-I-S-T-I-N-G. I-S-H-E-D, but I think there's supposed to be a U in distinguished, right? Right. The reason, so even if they had spelled it right, it's still uh, still not next to its other distinguished words, like this one, DSM, Distinguished Service Medal, but the reason that they're not in that order is because we're going off the alphabetical order of the abbreviation, so DSC comes before DSL, which is Digital Subscriber Line, which comes before DSM, which is Distinguished Service Medal. But they did misspell Distinguished in the Service Cross Section. Ha, Cross Section. Anyway, we gotta move on. Whoa! DSO, all caps, abbreviation for Distinguished Service Order. And yeah, these are all, uh, we, we read those way back in the day. They're like British or American medals of service in the military. <laughs> DSP, all caps, abbreviation for Died Without Issue. Hmm. Uh, this is from the Latin, Decessit Sine Prole. And I don't know if I said that correctly, but I think it was close. Decessit sine prole, died without issue. Uh, what? With, without issue? I mean, I think dying is kind of an issue. What's the issue that we're talking about? They just died and there were no problems with the death? Oh, that their, their death went off without a hitch. We had no problems. The technology worked just great, just fine. The body did exactly what it was supposed to do. There were no issues with their death. Good job, body. Huh. That one is interesting. Without issue. No, there's no issues. There's no problems. I don't know. It seems like dying, even though it's the most natural thing, it, that's kind of a problem. It's weird sound effects today. Sorry, everybody. DST, all caps, abbreviation for one, daylight saving time. The thing that needs to just go away. Go away, please, daylight saving time. We are done with you. Number two, doctor of sacred theology. That theology is the most sacred. 
more sacred than the other theologies, and this doctor studies it, and they're a DST. How, how, what are some theologies sacred and some are not sacred? What uh, distinguishes some from being sacred or not? DSW, abbreviation, all caps, by the way, abbreviation for Doctor of Social Welfare or Doctor of Social Work is a DSW. Uh, That's a very important job. Social work, social welfare, helping people out who need some help, some, I don't know all what's involved in social work and social welfare, but I know it's important, and if you're a doctor of it, you've done a a lot of studying, probably. DT, all caps, abbreviation for one, daylight time. Two, doctor of theology, not sacred theology, just theology, just regular boring old stupid theology. And then number three is double time. Double time, double time, quick, quick double time, also double time in terms of getting paid. Uh, It's overtime. Double time, time and a half, not time and a half, it's double time. Everybody likes double time. We talked about that before. Oh my God, there's so many instances of making a sound effect here, and I picked one that's just the, so dumb. I'll explain it later. DTH, the D and the T are capitalized. This is an abbreviation. Also for Doctor of Theology, because you got you got to get the H in there for the theology, theology, theology. That's a fun word to say. Ba 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 ba. D T P all caps abbreviation for one desktop publishing two. Oh, we saw this before. Diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. Did we see that um, when we got to diphtheria? Where was that? I remember listening to that recently. Or was it uh, some other acronym? Was it DPT? Could that be another another abbreviation for that one? I'm really curious now because I know it was in here. What's what, How does the alphabet go? D... Yes, yes, DPT is diphtheria pertussis tetanus. Why do we have both? What's 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 with the reason of having both versions? DPT or DTP? Huh, that's so weird. Blah, blah, ha, ha. This is this is just an excuse for me to get all the crazy stuff out of my head, out of my mouth onto some recording for some reason. I don't know. I hope you enjoy it. Uh okay, next is DTs. This is D period, T period, apostrophe S. DTs, noun, plural, often capitalized. The D and the T would be the capitalizations there. Uh, this is from 1857, and it's the synonym is delirium tremens, which uh, was discussed way back in the DE section, the DEL section, maybe even the DELI section. Delirium tremens. It's uh, it's something about what is it? Was it alcohol or when you don't have alcohol, you get the shakes or something like that? That's the DTs. Ooh, I got the DTs. It's not something to be made fun of though. 
Okay, that was the end of the D, the DS section, also the DT section, and now we are going into the DUA section. Blah, 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 blah. Beep, Dual, first form. You could also say dual. Adjective from 1597, number one is talking about a grammatical number. And it means denoting reference to two, the number two. Denoting reference to the number two. And that's in grammatical number. I, I don't understand that. Because I don't, I don't know my grammar. Something about the number two in grammar? D- dual? What's the, I just, I need a, I need a specific uh, example here. Number 2A, consisting of two parts or elements or having two like parts. And the synonym is double. Double your pleasure, double trouble, double the fun. You got the dual, you got two things, two elements of the same thing kind of, or two things. It's like two, two partners, two people, Two plants, two somethings are dual. I don't know if that helped in any way. Two B, dual B, having a double character or nature. A double character or nature. What sort of thing is this? I mean, we all have, uh, I think, a double, a double dual nature in ourselves, uh, whether. I don't know. I, I think you, you've got you've got your own self, your brain, your personality that you keep to yourself, and then you have the version that you show out to the other people. Um, that's just probably the the simplest, most basic form. Uh, but yeah, we all have a dual nature. There's other things though, double character or nature. I don't know what we're specifically talking about here. Dually is an adverb. This is from the Latin dualis, from duo, which means two, and there's more at the word two. T-W-O. It's what a, such a weird word spelled that way, T-W-O. It looks so dumb. The next word. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 wah. Dual second form, noun from 1650. One, the dual number of a language. The dual number of a language. I don't know what that means. What are you talking about? The dual number of a language. There's two languages, two aspects of a language, two forms of a language. Somebody speaking two languages. This this is still confusing to me. I totally understand the word dual, and now I'm feeling like I don't understand it anymore. Number two, a linguistic form in the dual. See, here's the thing. I didn't study English or linguistics or anything like that. I am the least, the least, um, the least educated, the the worst possible person to be doing a podcast like this, or the best one, I don't know. I don't understand these things because I didn't study them. I just have the slightest, tidiest little bit of knowledge. And so saying a linguistic form in the dual, I don't know what that means. I need somebody to explain it to me. If you can explain it to me, please explain it to me, and I will be ever be so grateful to you. Okay. <sighs> dual carriageway. Two words. Noun from 1933. This is chiefly British, and it is a divided highway. Well, because back in the day, there were carriages... 
and not so much with the cars and the vehicles and the trucks and things. And uh, it was a carriageway, so the carriages go that way and the carriages go the other way. And um, that's why it's called a dual carriageway, because it's divided down the middle so the carriages can go their separate ways. Do they still... Do, do the people in the Britain still call highways carriageways? I would be shocked if they did. This was from 90 years ago. Dual citizenship. Two words, noun from circa 1924. The status of an individual who is a citizen of two or more nations. The or more part is bothering me because I feel like you can't say dual citizenship when you're a citizen of three or more nations, countries, because then it's not dual anymore. Dual is all about two. If you're a citizen of two countries, then yes, fine. Say I, I have dual citizenship. That's great. Wonderful. But what about three? What would what, what is that? Is that trial citizenship? Tris, I don't know the word for three in this context. I should know it. Why don't I know it? Dual? What's the three equivalent of dual? Trial. That's not it. Ha! Ha 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 Okay, this one's fun. Dual energy x-ray absorptiometry. I don't know if I said that right. I feel like we had something similar. Maybe not. Okay, dual energy has a hyphen, x-ray has a hyphen, and the x is capitalized, and then there's that word absorptiometry. This is a noun from 1988. One long definition. Absorptiometry, in which the density or mass of a material, like bone, is measured by comparing the material's absorption of x-rays of two different energies and which is used especially for determining the mineral content of bone. That's what it's used for, determining the mineral content of the bone. So maybe if you're like, if, if you got osteoporosis, they're going to want to do this dual energy x-ray absorptiometry to see how, uh, how weak your bones are, how dense they are. Yes, the density or mass of the bone is measured. And so how do they do it? They compare the material's absorption of x-rays of two different energies. Huh, what sort of energies? Is it like two different energies of x-rays? Is it, Can you send out two different x-ray energies? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but so they send out one energy, and then they send out a different energy, and then they can compare them to see what's the mineral content of your bone. If you've had one of these, let me know if you learned anything other than just what I read. Dual energy x-ray absorptiometry, and I don't know how to say that word. Oh. <laughs> Next word is dualism, or dualism. Noun from 1794. This is kind of, this was the idea of the sound effect. Two different things. They can exist together, but be different. You know, the the yin and the yang and the, the 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 light and the dark and the sun and the moon and the, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's a, a very important thing in our lives. Okay, number one for dualism, a theory 
that considers reality to consist of two irreducible elements or modes. What? Let's put a link in the show notes. Reality consists of two irreducible elements or modes. What does that mean? They can't be reduced to anything else. There's two. Reality is made up of two basic elements or modes. What are they? I don't know. I don't I haven't studied dualism, but it sounds fascinating. Two, the quality or state of being dual or of having a dual nature. I know I got it. I think you got it too. What's your dual nature? What are your, what's your yin and yang, yin and yang? You know, the, for me, it's like wanting to be quiet and, and, and work and not talk to people and be an introvert and not do nothing, watch some movies. And then there's the other part of me that clearly decided to do a podcast like this. And it's like, yes, let's talk to people. Let's be vocal. Let's be silly. Let's be in front of uh, crowds. Let's perform. Let's be extroverted. And I bounce back and forth between those two all the time. And I don't think I'm alone in that. And I, th- I think you can call it ambivert. You know, introvert and extrovert. We we like the both. And I don't know why. I don't know why it happens. But, you know, people are weird. And we just, you know, we, we do the both things. That's what uh, That's what we got. Being dual, having a dual nature. And it could mean so many more things than just what I said. 3a. A doctrine that the universe is under the dominion of two opposing principles, one of which is good and the other evil. Whoa. Whoa, the whole universe? You know, this is probably the idea of God and the devil, good and evil, which is interesting. I may have noticed this before, but God is very close to the word good. You just throw in another O and you got the word good. And obviously, devil and evil, all you have to do is throw a D before evil and you get the devil. Hmm. That's probably not a coincidence, I suspect. You know, that's just, that's just the, the the words that some of us use. I don't use them. I don't care about those words. But they're, they're just representative of pff, lots of stuff. The good and the evil, good and bad, right and wrong. The whole universe is under the dominion of those two things. Is it? I don't know. I may never know. What do you think? 3B. A view of human beings as constituted of two irreducible elements. Oh, okay. So this is similar to uh, number one, but uh, it's a view of of human beings. And the first one, number one, was about reality in general, con- the consisting of two irreducible elements. But this one, number three B, is human beings constituted of two irreducible elements. But we get we get more information about what these elements are. They are matter and spirit. Matter and spirit. Oh, we could talk about that for a long time, but we're not because this is already a really long episode. That's, I mean, that's kind of the main thing, right? We're made up of this physical matter that really just, it just does its stuff. And then there's the spirit. A lot of us think that there is some sort of spirit. There's something that gets inside of you 
or is part of you that makes you go, that gives you life? What is that? That's the thing that like religion and spirituality is based on. What is that? What is the thing that makes us go? I think about this all the time. It feels like there's got to be something because how else can we explain with just this life thing? We feel like we're all individuals. Yes, we're all individuals. And but 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 why do we all have separate spirits? Do we all have the same spirit that somehow get put into these bodies that that then uh, get their own personalities based on the body? I do. I just what what is happening? This is the stuff that I find so fascinating. Oh my god! I want to know what you think. Please tell me what you think about dualism and all this stuff, matter and spirit and good and evil. Okay, okay, dualist is a noun, dualistic is an adjective, and dualistically is an adverb. The last word. We've got to make one more sound effect. Let's make it count. What what can we do? I don't know. That's so dumb. This is so dumb. I don't know what sound effect. I'm looking at two images on my computer. I got these, you know, the background changes, and they're all photos I took. And one of them, oh, they're just so different. One of them is all black and white and abstract and artistic and cool. And then the other one is like kind of colorful and nature and I don't know. I just noticed the duality of those two images. Uh, Okay, the last word is duality. Noun from the 15th century. It's the number two definition for dualism, which we can look at. It's We read it just now. It's uh, the, the quality or state of being dual or having a dual nature. That is duality, the duality of human nature, of the world, of everything. Everything's got at least a duality, if not a triality. And then also the synonym dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got into some good stuff there at the end. All right. So, so long episode. We got to pick a word of the episode. We had dry shod, dry sink, dry stone, dry suit, dry up, dry wall, dry wash, dry well, DS, DS. Oh, here we go. DSC, DSC, DSL, DSM, DSO, DSP, DST. DSW, DT, DTH, DTP, DTs, dual, dual, dual carriageway, dual citizenship, dual energy, x-ray, absorptiometry, dualism, and duality. I got, I just got to pick dualism as the word of the episode. Don't I? Don't I? Dualism is a view of human beings as constituted of two irreducible elements as matter and spirit matter and spirit is the dualism the duality of matter and spirit yeah we're just gonna end it there thank you very much for listening to me yammer on about all this crazy stupid stuff and i hope you come back tomorrow for um oh let's see i don't know A lot of words that start with D-U-B. That's what we're going to talk about. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.